All right, so we've talked a bit about it today. Um, the latest inflation numbers, um, actually, believe it or not, some economists saying they're better than they had feared. Uh, I wouldn't say hope for. 8.1% is the headline inflation number. It was 7.7% last month. Uh, what's going on here, as we've been talking about for some time now, gasoline prices up 56.5% year over year. They're, that's the biggest one. That's sort of driving all of this. You take it out and it drops by about 3%, which still has you know inflation way outside of the target area, which the Bank of Canada tries to maintain between 2 and 3%. And it hasn't been there for a while, and we've seen the Bank of Canada react with huge interest rate hikes. One full percentage point last month. We're up over 2% uh, in, so far this year. And analysts coming out today saying, some saying I'm seeing three quarters of a point again for next month. Some saying another full point, possibly. Um, big, big moves. Unprecedented, historic moves. Um, when anything that big is going on, is there a potential for it to backfire, go too far? Let's try and get some details on where we are and where we might be headed with Steve Ambler, who is a professor of economics at the University of Quebec in Montreal and the David Dodge Chair in Monetary Policy at the C.D. Howe Institute. Uh, Mr. Ambler, thanks so much for joining us. I appreciate your time. Good to be with you, Shay. How are you doing? I'm doing okay. Um, uh, first of all, just the, the inflation number coming out this morning, 8.1%. I'm hearing from some people, uh, some economists, that, you know, actually that's a little better than some had feared. What's, what's your take on what we're seeing? We'll take anything we can get, right? <laughs> yeah, so it, it means that inflation is still going up, but in fact, it's not going up quite as rapidly as it has been for the last couple of months. So it went from 7.7 to 8.1. That's a 0.4% percentage point increase. The preceding month saw, I think, a 0.9 percentage point increase, and the month before that, a full percentage point increase. So it's so the increase is slowing down. So that's a, a small amount of good news, I guess. Yeah, and, and, and as you said, we'll take any good news we can get at this point. Um, what are you anticipating? I'm seeing some saying we could see another full point in terms of interest rate hikes next month. Yes, I wouldn't be too surprised. I actually haven't checked on the dates. I'm not sure whether uh, July's CPI numbers and inflation numbers come out before the next announcement, but they're gonna, it's going to be very close. Uh, you know, hopefully the bank, uh, we, if we're really lucky, we might see uh, inflation peaking at this point and then starting to to slowly creep back down, in which case, if I had to bet, I would bet on 75 basis points. But, uh, you know, if it, stay, if it creeps up again, then uh, a full percentage point would not be off the table. We're talking about inflation and we're talking about interest rates, and those seem to be the two. Um, this happens and then this happens. Are there other things at the disposal of economists in the Bank of Canada and the government, are there other levers that can be pulled to try and deal with inflation? Uh, in terms of what the central bank has, it's pretty limited. It's, the, it's their interest rate, the overnight rate. They're also engaging in what's called quantitative tightening, which means that they're, uh, they're not exactly selling off the uh, bonds that they have on their balance sheet, but they're, when they mature, uh, they're, they're just letting them run off the balance sheet. And so that's uh, slowly running down, and the idea there is to actually uh, affect incre- uh, to increase longer-term interest rates and slow down spending. Uh, so the, the the goal here is to is to slow down spending, um, and we know that there's there's private spending, so uh, households and businesses, and then there's public spending. 
And so you you could say that governments could be lending a helping hand by you know slowing down the introduction of new spending programs and even you know putting a break on on some of the spending programs that are in existence, and that would take some some of the heat off demand as well. Um, there's no agreement. Well, I mean, I guess there's generalized agreement, but I know when we've talked about uh, is this going to end in a recession, for example, not all economists agree with exactly how this is going to end. When it comes to dealing with interest rates, is is that the consensus? Is does, is everybody agreeing that this is what needs to be done, these massive hikes? Or are some people saying, you know what, take a look at what could happen here. I mean, there could be a downside, or is everyone in agreement? Um, yeah, well, as I said, there's not... And there's not too much else that the bank can be right. doing. Um, it's a really delicate juggling act at this point because you want to slow down the increase in demand, but you don't want to make uh, make a decrease. Um, what's interesting is that for the first time in the week, just the week before the announcement, um, RBC, their forecasting department, uh, came out with uh, a prediction that there'd be two growth, uh, two, neg- two quarters of negative growth in 2023. So they're actually the first sort of major forecasters out there that are predicting a, a recession as a definite possibility. The bank itself, when they came out with their announcement, they also published their monetary policy report, and they have what they call a, a pessimistic wage price spiral scenario, which basically means that uh, if uh, inflation gets built into wage contracts, which yep. Yep. increasingly is it, that's happening, wages are catching up to inflation, um, that would be a scenario. They say it's that's not their base case scenario, but they say if it happens, they're actually predict they would predict uh, four quarters of negative growth starting later this year. So that's the sort of doom scenario. Where do you fall? I mean, as you say, looking into the crystal ball, you'll get different uh, predictions. What do you think is most likely for us? Uh, I'm still hopeful for what uh, we economists like to call the soft landing. You know, if, if uh, the already. Uh, inflation went up again this month, but not by as much. If it winds up plateauing uh, within the next month or so, uh, the bank's not going to have to hike as aggressively, and we might actually get out of this without a, without too much of a downturn. It also depends on what happens in the rest of the world. I mean, energy prices, you, talk, you talked about uh, yep. how gas has increased over the last 12 months. A lot of that was uh, more than six months ago. Energy prices have already almost uh, plateaued and have come down a teeny little bit in the last little while. If that continues, that would uh, be some welcome relief. And that's also something that the Bank of Canada can do very little about. So we're hoping for maybe we can all hope for a satisfactory resolution to the Ukraine war. That would be tremendous news. Um. And so bottom line, we're doing what we can with, like you said, a, a limited number of options available and, and holding out hope, and we're possibly seeing things go in the right direction here. Uh, yep, I, I'm still, I haven't lost hope. Well, some people have, but I'm still hanging in there. <laughs> well, that's good to hear. We'll see what happens. Uh, Steve, thanks so much. Uh, talk to me again when the next inflation numbers come out. <laughs> we'll, we'll see whether I'm right or wrong. Exactly, yeah. And we'll all have to wait and see. I appreciate it very much, Steve. Thank you. Okay. Okay, thanks very much. Have a good day. You Bye too. Now. That is Steve Ambler, who is a professor of economics at the University of Quebec in Montreal and is the David Dodge Chair in Monetary Policy at the C.D. Howe Institute.